Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have Johnny Zubak with us. How are you, Johnny? I am fantastic. Thank you for having me, Shade. Thank you so much for being here, Johnny. You're welcome. Tell us more about what you do because I, I want you to tell the, the tale. <laughs> okay, well, um, I'm co-founder with The Art of Charm. We are a podcast and coaching company for uh, a little over 15 years now. Mm-hmm. And in fact, when we started podcasting, uh, it was it was rumored to be the next big thing, Shade. Uh, <laughs> and it was also, even before Joe Rogan, there wasn't many of us on the block. Um, and I remember even calling uh promoters and publicity people to get guests on the show and they didn't even know what a podcast was (laughs) and now you know if you're going to put out a book or even a movie they Mm -hmm. might even stick you on the podcast circuit because that's where the eyes and ears are now yes and that's how they're promoting stuff and it's great to see such a industry that we were a part of early on take shape I still feel the podcast space is the internet in and itself is still in this wild west phase. Now I would say that there seems to be a fight at the top of the food chain of control over the internet, just like there had been control uh, fights for controls over information as information was able to be given out to the mass media or to the mass to the mass public for instance the printing press that was a crazy and insane idea at the time and a lot of people were really nervous what that new technology was going to put out into the world Mm -hmm. and there's an old story about martin luther and the printing press and him basically stating that now that you're able to get your own copy of the bible you were able to interpret it how how you saw it and because it was now able to be put in everybody's hands and that was a scary thing and there's a story of munster germany and there are these cages that hang from uh, i believe it's a church but it might be one of the state buildings and in those cages are the remains of some revolutionaries who use that printing press for their own gains And if you remember when radio came out, um, we had mass panic over a television show that was called War of the Worlds, where people thought an actual alien invasion was happening, but it was only a television, uh, it was only a radio program. They didn't know. (laughs) And then you have the 60s with the first generation growing up with television and how that had a a hold on young popular culture. Well, now we're seeing another information explosion and wave and and ideas and a little bit of the insanity that comes with this new medium, the internet, and Mm -hmm. everything that is brought with us from social media, which we're now seeing the effects of, and mass, information and not only that people like you and i being able to put out in the world whatever messages we Mm -hmm. want now with that power 
comes extreme yeah. and great responsibility mm. than we have to, to the world in general. Because if we are going to use this technology, well, you would think we should use it for, for good, but everyone has their ideas of what that good is. Mm -hmm. So we're still in that phase of how is this going to work? Uh, mm -hmm. How are we going to use this to benefit all of us and yet have it somewhat controlled where things don't get out of hand and we get ourselves in trouble? Because as, the, as human beings, we have a tendency to do that when you put a lot of power in our hands. <laughs> so true. So true. So tell us about the podcast. Like, what do you, what is it about? So the art, of, the art of charm started out as a podcast that just helped young men talk to girls. That's all it was. <laughs> and you have to think about when the internet was young and new, who was going to be the first people that gravitated towards it, build a community where that community spilled out into real life. Well, technologically advanced guys are going to find themselves in communities on the internet. And what are young, technically advanced young guys going to talk about? How do we get girls? So we saw a need to bring young men great information on how to do that. But the show's popularity grew. We also realized that the best advice that you can give a young man to better himself is just that you need to get better. If you get better, not only will you bring in, you'll bring in the ladies, but you'll also bring in better relationships and a better life for yourself. So the show, due to its popularity, grew in scope and topics. So the audience now is split about 60, 40 men to women. Okay. And it is now uh, that we talk about dating, but we, when we also talk about connection and networking and conversation skills and persuasion and everything oh, that you good. need as a human being to build better relationships. And those relationships are for those people around you and the relationship that you hold with yourself. Because the better the relationship you hold with yourself, the better the relationships you're going to have with those around you. Yeah, and it can be used in any kind of scenario, even business. 100%. And the thing that makes life difficult, as we get older, our bodies stop growing. And when, the, and when we're growing... We feel great. We wake up every day. We get, we're stronger, faster, better, smarter. But by the time we get into our mid to late 20s, that shuts off. That's done. And which begins the slow ride down the hill. However, if you find other ways to continue growing, you can slow up that journey but also continue to get better, smarter, faster, and, in, and enjoy the slow ride down the hill rather than trying to fight it tooth and nail. Mm -hmm. And when I talk about finding ways to continue to grow, well, physically, you could go to the gym, yeah. you can eat right, and you, mm -hmm. can get, and you can continue to grow physically. You can continue to grow emotionally by learning about the, who you are mm -hmm. and your and the human condition and 
learn to compensate for the the weaknesses that the, the human experience and the limits that it has, but also find your strengths and be able to actualize them into who it is that you've always wanted to become. And then lastly, physically and, and mentally, right? So you're uh, an opportunity to continue to learn, to continue broaden your horizons, mm-hmm. to to continue the fundamental quest that all young men and women will have at some point of why am I here? And that philosophical journey has a lot of, of has a lot of stops along the way. And I'm in that philosophical journey myself. And I know a, a lot of people are And and a philosophical journey takes a growth mindset because you are going to be exposed to new ideas and concepts that either will help you in life or hurt you in life. And you have to try them all on. And sometimes certain ideas help you at certain points in your life, but they run out of steam as you change, as you get older. So you have to continue to evolve. So that growth mindset helps you physically, emotionally, and mentally, and it allows you to continue growing in all three phases so that you can enjoy life. Because let's admit it, once you get to your, in your forties, the repetition and the absurdity of every day starts to, to get you thinking of what is the point of all this and why am I here? And, (laughs) And if I'm just going to die, well, how do I make the most of my time here? And then how do I maximize that? And there are certain things that science has shown, certainly that regardless of whatever technologies that are at hand, and no matter what ideas and concepts we can think about, the number one thing that brings us the most joy is our service to others. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're not going to escape the biology of being social creatures and animals. And once again, to develop and, and foster amazing, incredible relationships that make life special yes. comes down with that relationship you're going to have with yourself. Yeah, it's so true. And that, that's why I'm, I'm quite impressed with what you guys do is because it's the relationship is everything and and really how to get to that point in relationship as well. And you must I might agree that I feel that you have to study yourself inside. And I think you mentioned that too. You have to really study yourself inside and you put in effort and you know yourself first, you're able to build better relationships with others, right? 100%. And getting to know yourself is not easy. No, no. In fact, it's quite difficult. However, the tools that many generations and religions have laid out in front of us have all grappled with this question. And a lot of the tools haven't changed. Gratitude practice. It's oh, all I do every morning. Right? Meditation. Mm. It's in all mm. religions. Yes. Uh, focusing on one thing at a time and to completion. Extracting yeah. those yes. uh, mm. Value-based living. Right? Mm. It is living through your core values and then in a servitude to help others. Like these things have not changed. No. But, but with all the technology around, we tend to forget that and we tend to get sucked into this idea that we've evolved, we have evolved 
with everything around us. And we have it. No. The technology all has evolved, but we're still still grappling with the same old ideas that we we have been for thousands of years. Because of this, our conditioning too, right? It's our conditioning, they're generation-based. So whatever up to age seven, we're just consuming whatever we have around us in our subconscious mind. And it could be generations, like, you know, who knows how, 100 to 200, 300 years ago. And those same beliefs we keep on continuing on in our life. If we don't, if we don't change those beliefs, if we don't change and we don't learn about ourselves inside, it's hard to, it's hard to kind of get those results that we're looking for in this outside world, right? Yes. And I will tell you, over the years of interviewing everybody I have from David Goggins to um, Sugar Ray Leonard to Kobe Bryant, I will say that the common thread between all the most successful mm. and fulfilled people is that they have integrated the worst aspects of themselves and they have gotten comfortable with the worst parts of themselves. They've embraced it and they're doing the work to get better in those areas. And that is the, the Jungian idea of this integrating of the, the shadow, the, the dark side of us. I've always been a bit fascinated with the dark side of human nature because it's such a powerful and destructive force. And though we might know logically that certain behaviors like smoking or drinking yeah. for us, we, we why do we tend to continue to do them? It's not such an easy answer. It's a very complex one that is deeply rooted and Without reflection, you're never going to find that out. I have been somebody who who used to do a lot of drinking as a rock and roller. That was my life before the Art of Charm. Oh, was it really? That's awesome. So touring and, and being on the road and managing rock clubs. I grew up in a household where my dad did that on the weekends. My wow. parents were both. They would go out. They were both smokers. They were partiers. Awesome. Yeah. I grew up in that sort of bohemian sort of arty household. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a lot of great things to that. There was also a lot of negatives. There's positives and negatives for everybody in how they were raised. No one gets raised perfectly. You get raised with a name. So in my household, it was, an, it was a very arty household. So my, my parents supported and encouraged the arts. So other things fall by the wayside. For me, I'm certainly not a math guy. Right? <laughs> I'm certainly not an economics guy. But some families, they focus on academics and encourage their children to move in that way. Yeah. So what happens? Then the social skills are a little bit yeah. off. And, and then their, their common sense of just how generally things work tend to be a little bit skewed. But yet engineer brain can build whatever it needs to because it has those fundamental workings. Or how about an, an athletic household? Yeah. Where, where the athletics are encouraged and su- and supported. So mm-hmm. no matter, there is no well-rounded. There, there's always going to be a focus and 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 secondary focuses that are not going to be to build up. All of us have a duty to reflect, understand that environment and genetics and culture that we grew up in and then say, here's all the strengths that come with that. Mm-hmm. Here's everything that I'm good at because of the culture, the genetics, 
and the environment that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Here's all the things that I'm not so good at. Think of the good. <laughs> and and that and it's and it's scary to go do things that you're not good at, especially mm-hmm. when you're in when you're an adult, right? If you're 35 and all of a sudden you're staring at an editing software and you've never edited a video before. Now granted they make some of these things incredibly yeah. easy now. Easy now. But but if you've never touched uh, iMovie or anything, it can be quite intimidating. Give you six hours and hey, you're making your way through it. Yeah. I know so many adults who and I myself like I don't use a lot of this technology. I don't like Instagram is a platform that I don't I don't use it. I don't get information from it. I spend a little bit too much time probably on Twitter just because <laughs> it's easy and it's an information platform rather than a, a visual one. But but my point in all this is because of how we're raised in our environment culturally, we tend to gravitate towards some things and not others. And the other things that we need as an entrepreneur, you gotta wear so many different hats mm-hmm. or you go broke paying for somebody else to do that for you. And that, and when you're starting out, you got to have your hand in a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even myself, after 15 years, I'm constantly struggling at the limits and I'm constantly pushing myself where I'm incompetent uh, because I'm doing things that are new or that I want to wrap my head around. And it's difficult. And because of that, I beat myself up a lot. I also know the process and I'm getting better with it, but I find myself at the level of my incompetence at least once or twice a day where I'm trying to figure something out. And if you're not an entrepreneur, if you just work your regular job and it's not very, uh, it, it doesn't, help you grow. Maybe it's monotonous or very basic, or you just, you've rose to that level of it and you do it in an expertly fashion, but you don't, you're not pushing yourself. A lot of people don't find themselves at the level of their incompetence. They don't even know or begin to understand what sort of toll that has when you're constantly up against it. Uh, learning and, and and underwater. Yeah, a lot of these things I find that they're 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 so interesting when you study this and you see how people's journey um, from you know from their from their uh, young age to their entrepreneur life uh, span. I find that the one component that if they paid attention to, if there's some kind of knowledge out there, and even our school system is about our higher mental faculties, you know, like how we look at uh, perception, will, imagination, all these things. If we actually learn these God-given gifts that we have and we really practice and we study and we, we utilize the intuition, all this, all these other things turn out so much easier. And that's what we do. Like we do, we do like a six months mastermind. So we get you in that, but I'm saying, that process, once you utilize it, I wish it was in schools. Like if I, if we were growing up and I had that power, I would know how to deal with a lot of problems I dealt with when I was younger, which I had a lot of them, right? Well, I can tell you when I got, so I got involved in self-development because mm-hmm. as my 20s were coming to a close, uh-huh. I, well, I'm 46 and I need to preface this story with that age because it's showing, that age shows you that I was, 
the music industry that I grew up wanting to be a part of mm -hmm. is completely different than the music industry now. Yeah. The music industry that I wanted to be a part of Mm -hmm. was sacred, was, was mythical. It was yeah. where legends were made. I know what you mean. Serious. Yeah. You heard your favorite band was going to drop a new record and then you had to wait three months. And then you found out the day you went to the mall early because if you didn't get there early enough, you might not get it that day and you had to wait for it to be restocked. And then you got it. And it was like, it was almost magical that I can't believe I got this record in my hand. And then you run home and then all you do, you just lay on the floor and you stare at the pictures and you listen to that music and you, and you absorb every note and, and the art and everything about it. Where today um, it's all instantaneous and it's the magic of it has been taken from that process. As my twenties were ending, that musical experience was gone. There was no, the, the music now was going online. There was no streaming services yet, but it was file sharing. The, the social media was in its infancy. We had Friendster and we had MySpace, yeah. <laughs> but these things were changing the industry so much that I had to ask myself, if, is this something that I wanted to continue to be a part of? This is not what I wanted to be a part of as a kid. This is not what I found so magical. This is different. Mm -hmm. And so I had to ask myself some hard questions and I got into self-development as an opportunity to do that. But one obsession led to the next and I found myself in a world of awe of all this information and science about how to live a better life that was never, I was never exposed to before. Yeah. I was living the rock and roll lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I implemented a few small ideas and saw my life change yes. essentially. So true. So I got involved and one thing led to another where then I began helping other young men and, and coaching and that's where I met AJ and we had put together the art of charm. Wow. And what is great about this. And, and as you know, there is no reason to not continue the other things in life that I love. If you look behind me, there's this yeah. lamp. Uh, I got Keith Richards over here. Uh -huh. on the wall. Uh -huh. So I have been able to live out. Play, I'm 46. Now I've played on, all the great club stages in New York and Los Angeles wow, amazing. and all over the East coast and uh, through the Southwest Europe and, and, and Canada and enjoyed playing music for the reason that I got into it for playing music. Mm -hmm. I did not have to worry about how to make that into a career when I didn't even understand no. what the technology was going to be or what it was or how, what it was even going to look like. Mm -hmm. I got to play music for its, for the pure enjoyment of it. And when COVID's over, I'll be back in a band here in Las Vegas and awesome. I'll be rocking and rolling again because there's no reason with all this technology that we have that you can't do the things that you love at a high level and learn and do other things like today after i finish talking with you i'm going to edit some more uh lecture clips for our instagram and and write some copy and i'll be <laughs> i'll do some that's marketing awesome yeah. that's awesome and i, I you you have a website as well about this right art of charm yes the art of charm.com 
mm-hmm. and uh, our programs. And there's a blog there. Um, AJ and myself have participated in, in writing for uh, for that blog. I hope to get the blog running again. So many, there's so many, so many things that you can yeah, do but right now. I know. Right now, I am in uh, personally. I'm in the middle of revamping our our Instagram with some new content from our lectures and courses. Um, so people could check out those there. And I, I interact with everybody on our social. Um, and then also, <clears throat> um, it has, you know, our website and those socials have information on the podcast. And of course, our, our, our mastermind groups as well, which is oh, a, nice. a year long a mentorship program, but um, all of these things, it's incredible to me, all the opportunity that we have to continue to grow and learn. I just find it difficult at 46 to, to, to stay focused on the right things. And that's probably where <laughs> my weak point is trying to get better with that. Yeah. You know, with all these different, the other day, AJ had asked me about TikTok and I'm like, I guess I'll get the TikTok. Yeah. I find some of these, um, the social, a little bit absurd. However, they make them fun. So mm-hmm. as long as I'm reaching people and changing lives and, and somebody reads a tweet or sees a, a, a podcast clip that, that got them thinking, then, then I've done my job and, and it was all, the efforts were worth it. So. Yeah, TikTok, I did. I, I signed up for TikTok. I was so good because my team was telling me, you know, TikTok is a place to be. You got to be on it. So I started I started doing TikTok regularly, almost like Monday to Friday. Oh, wow. I, I fell off the wagon. And now I haven't gotten back. I don't know when. I think it's been like a month and a half. I haven't. Because, I, you know, with TikTok, you have to do like a, such a short clip. So I wasn't able to do like I wasn't able to figure out like I was I was on a roll, you know, when that broke, I just got to get back into it. But it is a really good platform right now, but needs to be consistent. Well, it's just so many of them. So right? many. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was, so I was I was dealing with Insta and I'm I'm working with Sprout oh. and I have a, a, a I guess they, they they assign you somebody to help you out and they give you some some tips or whatnot. And I was talking to him and it was like, Oh, well, when are you going to do your first reel? And I'm like, real, I, I'm just, trying to- <laughs> <laughs> I, so it's, it's, it's difficult. I just, it's important to find some platforms that you find that you can get your ideas across fully, completely and, and enjoy and let it do its thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so we, we always like to ask our guests, you know, what your inner superpower is. Yes. So what do you, what do you find that got you to this place? You know, I, I enjoy this question and I, I guess it can change depending yeah. on the mood. Of but, course. But when I, when, when you sent out the, the invite and I saw it there, I, I wrote down the, the ability to observe. And when I, when I say the ability to observe, I mean, to be able to observe with my eyes and my ears and to be able to take in a lot of emotional bids. So emotional bids are, are our ability to reach out, to connect. And 
When we listen to people, we generally listen in two levels. I get some emotion from tonality and, and verbiage and the data, but there's also the context to the, the conversation. Mm-hmm. There's also the emotional bids of here's what I want you to know about me in order uh-huh. for you to ask me or connect with me. Uh-huh. Those are emotional bids. And then the reason why I might be telling you this. Uh-huh. What are the reason? Why are you telling me the, these emotional bids? Are they a bid for acceptance? Are they a bid for approval? Are they a bid for attention? Are they a bid just to share in a moment? Now, you may think, well, I don't want people to think I need approval or acceptance or attention. But unfortunately, as we as human beings, we need attention, approval and acceptance to feel safe, to feel good, to feel as if we are accepted by the herd. Mm. As herd animals, we have to have a, the, the sense and feeling that we're accepted because if we're not in the herd, we're outside the herd. And if you're outside the herd, you're an easy target. And that anxiety builds. But as an entrepreneur, you also know that there comes a time where you have to split off from the herd to make your own path. You have to stand out too at the same time, right? And you can't do that too much in the herd. No. Because that makes you a Follow target. Follow the masses. <laughs> yeah. That makes you a target. And the other herd animals standing around you are like, <laughs> you need to bring it down, bro. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> Get I don't back here. <laughs> yeah. I don't Get back. Can take you out and it takes me out. Yeah, yeah. So eventually, when you get your own ideas of who you are and what you want to pursue, mm-hmm. the, your path at some point as a human being diverges from that herd. And it's scary, but you'll find a better herd for you to, to belong to that, that, that showcase those values. Mm-hmm. Now, that comes back to the superpower, which is I enjoy listening in all five levels to be able to better connect with the people around me. And so con- oh, sorry. So connecting, are you meaning like on a energy level, like your intuition, like feeling getting the vibration from someone or are you talking about through the five cent, like just what they say, like listening to what they say and connecting that way. It's listening with your eyes and your ears because you're going to be told just as much, if not more through the body language and context, Mm -hmm. the the conversation than what is actually coming out of somebody's mouth, Mm -hmm. you know, as well as I do, I'm sure you've met people who say one thing and do another. So quite common. Oh, it it is quite common (laughs) because most people are detached from their inner wants and needs. Yes, yes, I agree. Because they're afraid if they were honest about those wants, needs and desires, they won't be accepted, approved of or given attention. 
Exactly. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I know it's a, it can be a, a thought provoking question, but that's why I don't just put it out on the show. I kind of put put it in the invite as well. So guests can kind of think about it because, just, because you know, on, on the spot is kind of one of those questions that you want to think about. Right. So thank you. Yeah. And if yeah. anyone of your audience is interested in more about emotional bids, the five levels of listening, um, these are all science backed ideas uh, that you can look up emotional bids from the Gottman Institute. Oscar Tromboli is the listening doctor. Um, mm -hmm. He talks about all five levels. These are ideas and concepts that have been around for a long time. They're just not very well talked about because they give you an, a better working and understanding of yourself and the world around you. And let's just be honest. Our schools don't help us with that. Our schools give us very basic information. They're, they're, they're kind of indoctrination centers to build you and let's just say they're antiquated. They're out of date with all the technology uh, yeah. around us that regular schools still have this, this mindset of training us for a, a factory gig or a, a job in the forties or fifties. It's not helping us for the world that is around yeah. us today, but all this information is on the net. Uh, we speak about all of these things and we have toolbox episodes that come out every month that really dig into these topics. That's great. And what we'll do is in our show notes, we'll also include all this information. Sure. So if anybody wants to connect with you, they can. Absolutely. Now, I, knowing your superpower, what did you observe about me? Well, let's just say that you are... I'm putting you on a spot, but I just want to <laughs> let's see the teachings. <laughs> uh, well, you're, you're a curious man. You yeah. certainly want to know if there are ideas and concepts that are out there that are going to help you, you want to find them. And that is why you like having these conversations, anything to get an edge or get a leg up or that one idea that gets you unstuck is well worth putting yourself out there to speaking with people and asking these questions. Yeah. I'm right along with you. That's why I do. Yeah. What I that's, do. that's a very, very big point in, in all of this. Right. But it also includes, and you're probably as well, the same way is that we do it for our audience at the same time. We don't want it like just for me. Like I want to share it. That's why we do it because these aha moments, I'm telling you, if it could change someone's life, that feeling of that getting that thank you from someone is just way more valuable than anything else, especially when you get older, you know, <laughs> you start appreciating those things more. Well, here's something that I've been dealing with and I'm glad that you and I are doing something about this, which yeah. is a lot of young people are not exposed to these ideas in school, uh, in popular culture. Mm. And so they rush off into adulthood with, with some ideas and a culture that isn't very supportive in them being their best. Foundation. Absolutely. So by the time they're in their mid to late 20s, as I was with myself, I started to look around and start to think, I, I need more in my life than what has been going on. Yeah. I, want, I want more. I want to grow. I want... And so I had to reach out for these ideas because they weren't readily available. Now, there are lots of young people who are lost in the dark and they need to find their way out. 
Yes. And it is voices like yours and mine and yours, yes. that will lead them through the dark into the light. Yes. Into these ideas to where they can start to be begin to building a life. Yes. Positive and, and that is enjoyable and productive them to get fulfillment as well as sparking and motivating and aspiring and influencing everyone around them. Yeah, and they can enjoy life more because yes. once you have that knowledge, you can enjoy longer. Because if you're spending like 20 years trying to struggle and try to figure things out, like I did, I'm sure you did, right? Like it was just to avoid that. If you could speed up that process, enjoy life longer, why not? Right? That's the best way to do it, smartest way. I agree 100%. Well, Johnny, it was a pleasure. I had a really good time with you talking and everything. So hopefully, please do keep in touch. I'm going to add you on all the social media. I'll try to engage with your content as much as I, I can. And I'll check. I did check it out. I like your content. But um, yeah, definitely stay in touch. Cool. Yes, absolutely. And I will see you on the internet. And uh, all right. <laughs> you are friendship there, my friend. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much.